0: This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, January 26, 2010. I'm Caleb Brown. It's been years since Social Security's fate has been hotly debated. But in a world of trillion-dollar deficits and tens of trillions in promised payments in coming years, it may well be past time for the U.S. to cash out of planning for Americans' retirements. Michael Tanner, senior fellow at the Cato Institute, comments.
1: Well, the problem is that through the normal appropriations process, Congress and the president really have control over a relatively limited amount of federal spending. Now, the president's made it worse by exempting his new health care spending and the TARP funds and the stimulus bill and a host of other things. But even if he wanted to include all discretionary spending and domestic discretionary spending— Uh, it would be a relatively small portion of the budget. The big problem lies in the entitlement programs, particularly Medicaid, Medicare,
0: and Social Security. If Social Security is on autopilot, what can possibly be done to restrain its growth?
1: Well, we really should go back and revisit the whole idea of Social Security reform. Now, it's true that there's not a great deal of appetite on... uh, Capitol Hill right now for dealing with Social Security. George Bush made such a total hash of his campaign to reform Social Security that it scared a lot of people off. But none of the problems in Social Security have gone away. Uh, The fact is that they've actually grown worse. Uh, In just six years, by 2016, Social Security will begin to run a deficit, spending more money on benefits than it takes in in revenue. And we all know what it means when you have more money going out the door than you have coming in. And the so-called trust fund, which is really just a collection of IOUs, only extends that to about 2037, uh, which is great comfort, I know, to today's 30-year-olds. But overall, Social Security is facing something in the area of about $15.5 trillion in unfunded liabilities. Uh, Now, you know, we're spending a lot of money on a lot of things these days, but that's still real money, and
0: we need to deal with the problem. The United States banker... um China and other holders of U.S. debt at some point aren't going to be very uh, happy about continuing to hold it, perhaps. Uh, could that create some sort of impetus to, to make a change?
1: Well, we're going to have to do something to deal with entitlement programs. Uh, on their current trajectory, uh, federal spending is by the middle of the century is going to be in the 40 to 50% of GDP range. Entitlement programs alone could be 28% of GDP. And while the worst part of that lies in Medicare and Medicaid, Social Security will be a contributor. The question is, how are you going to fix it, not whether you're going to fix it. And here you face a fairly limited menu. Uh, You can raise taxes, but you'd have to raise the payroll tax by about 50%, uh, which would be a substantial burden on working Americans. You can cut benefits, Uh, but you'd have to cut benefits by about 25%, which certainly hurt seniors. Or you could go back to the George Bush plan, or the plan, I guess, that George Bush made such a hash of, which is to allow younger workers to privately invest a portion of their taxes through personal accounts. Well, and I know critics of personal accounts will look at the recent problems in the stock market last year. Of course, it was down enormously, and they'll say, see, that shows how risky private investment is. Well, the fact is, though, that even with all the problems the stock market recently had, uh, if you started investing 40 years ago, let's say, uh, when you were 20 or so, and you retired today, you'd still have more money than Social Security. So no matter how bad the market did, it still outperformed Social Security. Uh, shouldn't we give people a choice of whether they want to take those risks in the market or take the risks with an insolvent Social Security system?
0: Michael Tanner is a senior fellow at the Cato Institute and co-author of the book Healthy Competition. You can get your copy at Cato.org.